Hello, world. This is the Know Your Place podcast, and this is episode 57. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about uh, different regional American holidays, regional ethnic American holidays, and sort of uh, how they uh, how they uh, are celebrated across the United States. <clears throat> and uh, I hit upon this topic because uh, today, as I'm recording this, is St. Patrick's Day, but this is sort of a time loaded with these kinds of holidays um just previously to this was a uh, was of course mardi gras and it's primarily celebrated of course in new orleans but you know there's a certain association with the french people in america that celebrate it you know and it's a big deal you know uh and they kind of celebrate around here too anywhere you find some cajuns you'll find a mardi gras celebration You'll, uh, of course, have to eat a bunch of uh, food and uh, get some king pie and all, you know, king cake and all this other good stuff. So, uh, and dress in crazy outfits and wear, you know, it's all kinds of, and listen to music. And then, of course, um, coming up later uh, in a month or so, in a couple months or so is Cinco de Mayo. And, you know, there's uh, all kinds. I'm also going to talk about. Uh, all the various Oktoberfest celebrations that are cropping up across America, and Columbus Day and Jefferson Davis's birthday. Okay, so um, when we uh, talk about St. Patrick's Day, um, you know, it's kind of a funny thing because it's supposed to be a celebration of Irish culture, and uh, basically, from what I understand of all the stuff I've been listening to about Irish history and reading about it, it's actually more celebrated in America than it is in Ireland. Um, it's a, like an American holiday almost because so many Irish people immigrated here in the 1800s and started celebrating it. And Ireland's actually, it's really funny. Uh, I listen to RTE sometimes, and basically they said that they, they feel the pressure that they have to celebrate it now because America celebrates it so much. Um, <clears throat> traditionally, uh, Americans, we uh, really just use it as, a, as an excuse to party real wild and uh, get real drunk. But, you know, there is, um, there is a sort of thing that goes along with it. A lot of people I know play, play protest music almost, IRA music. And there's a certain special kind of kinship I believe a lot of Americans feel with the Republic's struggle, which I know uh, makes a lot of people, a lot of our UK friends uncomfortable. And I don't really know what to say about that. You know, Irish is a big culture here. So they really do, um, they really embrace it. And they embrace being part of the American tradition. And of course, we also eat lots of corned beef, cabbage, and, um, you know, they just, we love to listen to the music, I think. Like, my wife really loves the music. We're not so necessarily big on just going and getting wild and loaded or anything, but we just we love listening to music. Neither one of us really has that much Irish heritage. I have, like, one Irish ancestor. I think she has a couple. But, you know, it's just something fun to do and wear green and celebrate a group of people who got their, um, got their independence, you know. And I know that, again, I understand that makes people in the, UK, in the UK very uncomfortable, but... I can't help it, you know. It's just part of American culture now. We we have really embraced being part of the Irish culture. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's St. Patrick's Day for you, and it's celebrated all over America. You can't escape it. I mean, like 
you just see stuff building up. Like people advertise the celebration at usually an Irish pub or bar around the corner from you, and they'll they'll celebrate leading. They'll they'll put run ad like they'll pay money to run ads on the radio two or three weeks out. That's how intense it is. It's like wow, you are really trying to get people to come to this thing. So uh, anyway, yeah, that's that's sort of what uh what uh, St. Patrick's Day is about. Now, of course, I love Mardi Gras, and I love it mainly because of the New Orleans culture, and I love the music associated with it, and of course, I love jambalaya, and I love Cajun people. But the the rear the thing that's really interesting about Mardi Gras is it it is kind of confined to that culture, but it's sort of expanding now again, and um, you know, while it is associated with a party like St. Patrick's Day. There's there's sort of a more of a, a, a sophistication to it or a class, uh, you know. They have that big parade in New Orleans, and they have they just they just wear these really wild costumes. And it's really out of control almost. And if you, I watched a great uh, documentary called American Experience New Orleans, and it went into a lot of the details of how some of this stuff came about. And uh, basically, a lot of the origins of the Mardi Gras celebrations in New Orleans are almost a counterculture. Or an independent spirit, and that's what I think the main theme of some of these uh, things are sort of like these ethnic groups developing their own American spirit, you know, because you know we're sort of known as an individualistic society with our own spirit, but you see that on display a lot in these holidays, you know, certain groups of people are like, this is this is our thing, you know, we're celebrating it this, and you know. We're going to do it despite the fact there was a bunch of normal people who were like, no, you shouldn't celebrate it this way, you know. So um, then, the, of course, um, in May is Cinco de Mayo. And, you know, I tell you, it, uh, I, I absolutely – it's kind of difficult for me because I live in Kentucky, and um, the Kentucky Derby usually resides right around Cinco de Mayo. And that's like a regional holiday to us in Kentucky. Cause you know, of course it's the big horse race that's been going on for over a hundred years and everybody celebrates that. But Cinco de Mayo, um, is really a great thing. And I know, um, some people are offended of the way it's been supposedly Americanized, just like some Irish people are offended at the way St. Patrick's day has become Americanized. But, uh, it's just a great thing to see people in America embrace uh, part of Mexican culture. I uh, I love Mexican food and I love the Mexican people. I just really I really wish the government would straighten itself out and become better. I uh, I I feel so sad for them. I really do because I would love to just have a you know have a relationship with them. Well, we do have a good relationship with Mexico. I mean, they're they're like our brothers. But you know, have a have a same sort of standard of living or quality of life for both of us. That you know, we're almost interchangeable countries. I I really have no ill will towards Mexico. It really saddens me to see some of the problems that happen in Mexico. Because again, I love Mexican food. I love the culture. I love. I I mean, I love going around and hearing a mariachi band. I love Dos Equis. I um. You know, I I love, you know, all the different cheesy beefy foods. It's it's great. I love Mexican culture and you know, it's they, they have such a fighting spirit and it's just terrible to see some of the things that happen in their country sometimes. It's just really it's really terrible. Uh so 
yeah, that's uh, those are those are some that are gonna that are on my brain because they're about to happen or have happened. But um, another very ethnic thing that's being celebrated a lot more in the United States is Oktoberfest. Of course, again, this is known as a big party in Germany, in um, Munich, you know, the Hofbräu House, and you know, this it was originally to celebrate a wedding of uh, of a varying king. But it's uh, taken on a whole new form, and uh, what is what's very interesting again to me is somebody who is German American by descent. And I covered this in some some of my German episode, you know, is seeing you know like people who aren't German, because to me, like it's only become a very recent thing that being German American was cool. Like it was so uncool back in my grandfather's day in World War II for obvious reasons that. You know, he went by the nickname of Dick. You know, his name was Richard, but Richard Altendorf, and he went by the name of Dick. You know, that ex- he did not want people knowing he was German. He wouldn't have rolled around uh, playing accordion music, drinking, and wearing lederhosen. I mean, that's just not what he would have done. And uh, to roll around and see all these people in America doing it now and seeing my friends be like, oh, yeah, go to this Oktoberfest party, seeing, like, my Irish friend do this or my... Uh, half uh, my half Mexican friend do this. It's it's crazy, you know. It's like wow, this is um, this is really different, you know. But cool. I'm glad. I'm glad that it's okay to be German now. You know, that's a big monkey off my back. Uh, so, but yeah, they're uh, very interesting um, sort of regional cult ethnic holidays. Now, one that's been sort of um, uh, not so celebrated lately is uh, Columbus Day, and um. For some reason, uh, you know, obviously some people took offense to the legacy of Columbus. I'm not really going to spend too much time getting into that on this episode. I, uh, I feel I understand both arguments, but I don't see why you should have to get rid of Columbus Day celebrations as long as some people do celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day. Um, and I don't understand why Indigenous Peoples Day has to be celebrated as a counter to Columbus Day in particular, when it could be any numerous types of holidays in our country. But um, I'll get off my soapbox about that. So yeah, there's Indigenous Peoples Day now. And yes, the Native Americans do deserve to have a day that's sort of celebrating our culture. I do love Native American culture too. Um, In Wisconsin, uh, there is this tribe called the Oneida tribe. There's lots of tribes in Wisconsin, but the Oneida tribe is very successful they have uh quite a large amount of land and very profitable businesses and uh, only a quarter of their people live in poverty which is very low for a native american tribe and it's um they're very interesting people i very much respect the oneida i think their culture museum is very cool and i think all the stuff they do is very cool and i hope their culture continues to survive for a very long time and i understand they're originally out of new york but uh, the Oneida tribe in Wisconsin is a very, very powerful and very cool tribe. Um, as for Columbus Day, uh, despite the fact Columbus really was paid for by the Spanish government to be an explorer, Italian-Americans for generations have really celebrated the legacy of Columbus. They feel like he was a great discoverer of the new world, and um, they want to see his memory be one of Italian of an Italian heritage and a connection to modern day Italian Americans. And 
I don't really have a problem with that. You know, I, I understand some people do, uh, again, with the Indigenous Peoples Day thing. But I just say, why can't we celebrate both things? You know, uh, why can't we celebrate some of the achievements of Columbus while acknowledging some of the shortcomings of Columbus? And why can't we celebrate the Indigenous Peoples as well? <clears throat> uh, yeah, so and then um, another one that sort of is an interesting quirk is Thanksgiving because uh, before it became known to me as a day about football and food, it was originally about the Native Americans and the pilgrims. And I think though that legacy is, sort, is starting to pass a long time gone now, there, you can see in New England and sort of how it reverberates throughout the rest of America is sort of being a part of our English heritage or sort of the people who left England part of the culture, the one seeking religious freedom from the Church of England. That's, um, you know, you do see a, see a bit of connection there. It may not be quite as strong as St. Patrick's Day, but it's also a, there is some connection there. I mean, I haven't been to a Thanksgiving dinner where people don't pray and say everything that they're thankful for and talk about how they're thankful for um, religious freedom in America. And I just, I think that, that, that you can't remove the two. So, uh, and then the last one was one I wasn't really totally aware of, but there are pe there are people even in Kentucky and in other states that celebrate Jefferson Davis's birthday, and uh, this is really a weird quirk. I mean, absolutely, I guess if you're uh, hanging on to Confederate or Southern heritage, you you like Jefferson Davis, I guess you see him as a great per president, but it's it is kind of weird. I mean, it's not like they're celebrating. Robert E. Lee. I would think that would be a more, a bigger holiday to celebrate. But they do celebrate it. They even there's like even stores and businesses that close down for this, and that's um, that's very interesting. It's an interesting quirk, and I guess it's part of Southern heritage. So uh, yeah, those are the sort of the regional ethnic holidays I think of when I think of American ones. Uh, feel free to let me know in the comments section if you have any uh, sort of other ones you think about. And uh, thanks for listening. Peace.